When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hello, welcome to the Rangers Rabble. It's a special short show. Um, just going to test the waters with one of these and, and see how they go. And if everyone likes it, I'm sure we'll chuck a few more in along the way. Um, please like, subscribe if you're here. I know it's sort of the middle of the day, so I don't know how many people will be here. But if, you, if you're watching back as well, just, just like and subscribe. Really appreciate it and really helps us out. Um, joined today by Mark and Care. Mark, how are we doing? Oh, good, mate. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, actually. That's true. Okay, I can't get rid of you, mate. I'm always on with you. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm in the middle of a fucking cope now because everything's everywhere because I'm getting a kitchen fatty. But how are you feeling when you want to feel great that day? No, do you know what? I woke up this morning awful as well. And then as the day's gone on, I've got better. So I'm fully expecting to be back in bed tomorrow. And, and that's Is that man flu? It's not full flu. It's definitely not full flu. Yesterday felt like it, but um, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's I, I had it at the end of last week and it went and then it just come back after like two days. So so God knows what it is. You, but... You've got Mark here. He just you just powers through everything, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't talk <laughs> like that kind of mark around it. It'll work for anything. <laughs> got a few of the guys in. Hello, hello, hello. Um, right. So we're, what we're going to talk about today? We're going to so with these sort of shorter shows, if people like them. We're going to have like sort of one subject and, and just sort of concentrate on that. And and today it's going to be um, Ryan Kent and, and Alfredo Morelos and, and their future at the club um, and, and how we think they're going to do under Bill, et cetera, et cetera. And it's George. Um, so I guess we'll start with you, Mark. I, I guess first off, I mean, the, the question in the title, do Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos have a future at Rangers? I think the, the, both of their futures are in their own hands, aren't they? I mean, it's really, really up to them. If they want to stay here, and I think probably under Bill that might be a that might be a possibility. Um, the way they're playing at the moment, the both of them for me, I wouldn't keep them. But if they're going to show what they're capable of, because we know we know what they're capable of, um, then yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, they're, they're, they're class. They pay them. They're really really good players. So. As I said, it's a, it's it's really in their hands. If they can start playing the way that we know they can play, um, and they seem like they're uh, they're they're out the door already under Geo, definitely. But as I said, it's a it's a, it's a million dollar question, isn't it? As I said, if they want to stay and they want to play under Bill, then a hundred percent definitely got a future. Yeah, um, so I'm saying they both embarrassed themselves, especially in my opinion. I mean, I don't, I don't want to just attack one here, Kev, but I feel like this is definitely true for, for Morelos, at least. Um, yes. I thought it was true for Kent, but then people keep putting these numbers up and Kent's yeah. numbers don't seem to be that bad. Um, but I think on the pitch, we can see that he's not playing to, to his ability, which is far, far higher than, than what he's showing. Um, sort of same question, do you, do you think that these can... I mean, we've got this new fitness guy now and I think Bill's standards are... Uh, very very high so I don't think he's going to take 
Morelos being out of shape, I think he's going to want him to to get right back into shape, basically. Um, so it's, it's going to be. Think he knows, Stuart, I think he knows how what the two of them can do, especially Ryan. Yeah. He's worked with Ryan since he's been fourteen, so obviously Michael Beale knows Ryan Kent probably better than most other people he's played under. So I think Ryan and him have a, have a good understanding. They probably respect each other massively, and I think Ryan will probably run through a brick wall for him. Do you know what I mean? But Alfie, we all know what Alfie can do. Yeah, everybody brings up his goal scoring record, but it's not just his goal scoring record that helped us in the past. It was the way we played. We played through him. He held the ball up. He gave us options. He was. He also started creating, but he was just a massive player on the team. He was coming back. A lot of set pieces were defending. Morelos headed a lot of my way at one point, especially corners. So yep. it just wasn't his goal scoring ability. It was everything else in the team. It's just this season. That's totally went, Melfi. Kent. At times he's been poor. Yeah, I don't constantly. I don't agree, and I think he's been through the motions at times. But also, he's always he's still the one that other players look towards to to pull us out of a jam at times. And he's same with the fans. I think that's how he's getting a bit more criticism because you look at it, the way they've been playing recently. He's been involved in a lot of the games we've played. Not been great at times, but not, nobody else has either. So I'm not just going to blame Ryan Kent for this. And we all know wingers are inconsistent. As you usually are, but Ryan to me, I, I would keep Ryan. Alfie, I'm kind of swearing towards Mark. I don't know if I would keep Alfie. I think a change for him might be best. I think he might be need a he needs something a, a fresh start somewhere else. I think he might be get Glasgow's just been too much for him and off the park on the park. And I think he's a fresh start. Ryan maybe because he's from the UK and he's only that kind of based down the road. If he goes back to England, you know, I think he's in Manchester originally. So, being up here is not an issue, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I did hear that Alfie was looking for me to go to a, a Spanish-speaking country. I don't know if that was true, but just maybe for himself. So, I would I like to see Ryan Kent. I'd like to see two of them stay if he can produce the form they have in the past. But if I had to pick one, it would be Kent to stay. Alfie, I think deep down he does need a new a fresh start somewhere. Yeah, um, I mean, Kerr just talks about the, the fresh start maybe from Morelos, Mark. I mean, it, it's potentially it could be a fresh start here under Bill. It's, it's sort of a new chapter and I think the positivity is coming out of the club again. Um, and I'm seeing fans say, like, to answer your question, no. Uh, much rather get rid of them, bring in new people. Obviously, people, you know, strike us just ahead of a couple of corners. And I get the points, but, you know, as fans, we are quite fickle. Um, I know I am, definitely. So, you know, I've known in the past, I've never wanted Alfie to leave. I've, you know, I've thought that he's unplayable and, and it'd only be a matter of time before a top club snap him up. And now I'm in that other boat where I'm like, oh, he's, he's a liability. Like, we, we can't have him around the club because he's not contributing enough. We know at the top of his level, it's not just his goals. He, he does bring other players into play. That sort of being able to be on the back foot and drill a ball up to him and it'll stick and he'll hold it when he's at his best. So it is there, but it's just the question is: is it too much to to get him back to that standard? I think I think for for probably most of us with Morelos especially, but Kent to a certain extent as well. It's just frustration. It's just the fact that you know what he's capable of, and and he's just it's as if he's just not tried a leg. And maybe that is the case. Maybe it's not the case. Maybe it's just he's struggling with his fitness. He's struggling with the tactics of Geo. He's struggling with Geo's personality. You, you really, really don't know. Um, but for me, as I said, it's frustration. The the bigger picture for me is we spent a lot of money in Kent. 
Okay, Morelos. Morelos goes, it really doesn't lose anything. We paid, what, 1.4 million or something? 1.8 million if we're lucky for him. So, I mean, realistically, it doesn't really lose anything because at the end of the day, he's repaid that one point, whatever it is, million over, over and over and over again, um, especially with his goals in Europe. So, that, for me, is is no the issue. The, the issue for me is Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent, should be going for at least the same amount of money as we've we've fought out from, and I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, as I said, the, 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 there's a saying in it that's uh, uh, "no broom sweeps clean," so this might be a a, a second um, a second chance for both of them. It might be back to playing a formation that they kind of liked. I think that probably both is uh, both of us, all three of us, could ad- admit that. They didn't look as if they were enjoying their football under Gio. Morelos especially, but Kent as well. Kent didn't look the same Kent. Um, and we know he's capable. We know that both of them are capable. So, with Bill coming back in, feel good factor, fresh ideas, maybe getting back to a formation or a, or a, or a kind of style of play that they know and they enjoy playing. Because at the end of the day, you look at that 55 um, season, they all played with a smile on their face, every single one of them. And you could tell they loved playing that style of football. It was free-flowing, it was exciting, it was it was going forward. So, as I said, that that's what they've kind of been been used to the last three, four years. When Gio came in, it was it was it was different. It was a bit more reserved. It was a bit trying to trying to um put for me, put uh, round pegs in square holes. Um I just thought that people were shackled. People, as as Bill said himself, they were playing with a handbrake on. So it's 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 a hard thing, and, and probably the next kind of month to two months is going to tell you massively what's going to go what's going to go on in their heads. But for me, January is the time that you need to get shot at the tour if you're going to get anything, any sort of money from them. So. They've not really got that time to show that they're they're enjoying their their football and and back playing free free flowing football. So it's a really really hard situation because they've not got a lot of time to um to prove that they want to be at this club and they want to stay here. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, I mean, you know, with with Alfie, it's going to be. I mean, Scott Scott sort of raised the point about his attitude. Um, it is all going to be attitude, and I think with someone like Bill coming in his window is probably even shorter because I think Alfie was probably on thin ice a little bit with Gerard anyway. So Bill would have seen that. Um, at the same time, he knows what Alfie's capable of, but I, I don't think he's going to put up with him like other managers would. I think it, it's either, you know, you do it my way or that's it. I, I don't want you at the club anymore. It, I thought it was interesting that he spoke about Ruth quite a lot in the press conference um, and whether that's sort of some signs that that maybe Morelos isn't long for the door. But if you know if it's one or the other I, I think in terms of you know someone i'm sorry i lost the comment but someone talked about we're, we're stagnating we've got to start moving forward just just in terms of that getting morelos's wage off the the bill would be a way of moving forward and getting someone else in and at the same time maybe signing kent up if it's agreeable you know we've got potential to, to make value out of him still because he's only what 25 26 so there's, there's still value to be had out of someone like ryan kent yeah i mean that's what i said earlier i said i would keep kent rather than Alfie. Uh, I think it just depends on what backing he's got. I mean, 
I've called for a refresh. We needed a refresh of this squad for the last couple of seasons. But sometimes if the money's not there or the players you want, you can't get, you're going to have to make do with what you've got. And it just depends who he wants. And you might not get, you might always first choice players he wants, might not get. And so it depends who we're looking for wage-wise. I mean, I would say there's other positions in that team much more needed than replacing Kent Morelos. I mean, goalkeeper for starters, but I agree with you getting Alfie off the wage bill with help us. I don't think Ryan will be near that wage, so I would sign Ryan up if he agreed. I would sign him up. I would even think about it. I would sign him up. Morelos, to me, we know what he can do. I know folk going about his goal scoring record, and to be fair, that's a good point, but we know what else he brings to the team. It's not just that. So, but I, I think he still will leave. So I would, one out of two to me would be okay. And if he gets some money to bring in a good three or four players, I don't think he's going to get maybe everybody he wants. And we probably need more than that. But he's going to have to make do what he's got. You hopefully use some of the youth squad, like Lowry and McCann, and maybe even Lovelace get some minutes here and there. And just try to get Kamara back in his game if he doesn't go and plus like that. Because sometimes he can't come in and just... I know 12 are out of contract, but we can't replace 12 players or 12 players unless he's going to get back. Because even if they're free, they're going to need wages. And if you're a free transfer, you ask for more wages because you've got a bigger thing on fee. So it doesn't really matter if you pay money for somebody or not. So obviously you've got Hadji and you've got Timmy uh, Lawrence coming back as well. So there's a, there's a lot of players we've got. So I'll probably see we need to thin the squad down as well. But no, I would keep Kent. My loss to me is 50-50. But I do agree with Mark. The both of them have looked out of sorts. They have let themselves down, especially Alfie. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that bothers Alfie as much as it maybe does Ryan Kent. To be honest with you, because he's seen Ryan frustrated in the, in the part. He didn't like. I've only seen he didn't like interested. He, he, he was going through the motions because he probably didn't enjoy playing with the tactics. I think he prefers a free roll. But with Alfie, I think it's getting a lot of dogs back to him at times. People saying he's overweight. People saying that I don't think he really bothers because that's just the that's his temperament. That's the way he is. He's a, he's South American, so he doesn't really care what people think him. But no, I think we'll, we'll all see movement. I don't know if it'll happen in January because January's usually players, clubs try to get the players they don't want or signing players I've seen in the past like Ramsey and Ahmad on a loan deal is going to cost you a bit more money. So may have to do what we've got until the end of the season. Yeah, and I do see a lot of people obviously bringing up Tillman, Lawrence, Lowry. What's he going to do with Matonda, etc. Um, and what we're going to try to do in these is, is obviously concentrate on on the the players in um, in the title, Kent and Morelos. We will touch on other players if they come into the equation, like we're talking about when um, Bill's talking about Ruth. Um, but for these like, sort of short shows, we're going to just try and concentrate on this. I'm, I'm sorry if, if we don't bring up like sort of uh, comments or, or we don't go into a discussion about the, the different players, but they will be in the future and they'll be on the longer shows as well. Um, well, I mean, on, on Morelos, there, you know, people do bring up his goal-scoring record, and I know his league record is probably not the best, but overall, I mean, he averages just under one and two for Rangers, which, I mean, any striker would be more than happy with that, I think. Um, so he is capable, you know, he's not the best finisher in the world. We know he's a bit of uh, just puts his foot through it and, and hopes for the best at times. But, you know, is it... I don't know what camp you sit in in terms of whether he actually does stay or go you know, we're all sort of hoping that he's going to turn up under Bill and he's going to be a different player. It's probably going to take him at least a month to really, because he's not, I don't even think he's fully back up to speed from the injury, to be honest. He's He's been a bit part player ever since. Gio obviously favoured Cholak, which is fair enough. He's, he's absolutely deserved that. Um, so it, as I say, it's a short window for Morelos to get in and, and really prove to Bill that he wants to be a part of the club. And, and he's actually 
I mean, does he even want to be part of the club? It's, it's one of the bigger questions. I, I honestly think he doesn't really care. That's exactly what Kerr says. I, I don't think he's, he's, he cares. I think that probably what's going to happen with Morelos is Morelos is going to move. I think he's going to go in the summer for free. And I think he's going to not get the move that he thinks he's going to get. I think that Morelos obviously thinks he's better than he is. Um, and he's not going to get a, he's going to get a move to a, a lower mid mid table Spanish club or maybe Turkey or and I think that unless his attitude changes, I think he's going to end up in obscurity. I think he's going to be one of these one of these players that you know five five years from now go whatever happened to Morelos, where is he now? Because he's came from having the potential and all the talent in the world. Potentially 25... I mean, we were talking about 25 million. At that point, it was unplayable. Um, for me, I understand this goals, goals, goals thing. That that's, that's... I get it. But for me, see when Morelos wasn't scoring goals, all our team were all scoring goals. Midfielders were scoring goals. Wingers were scoring goals. And... and the goal tally, and that's not a, that's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence that Morelos was was on form, but it was um, and his position got changed as well. It was playing as as a deep line forward, quite kind of in the same mould as uh, Firmino. So Firmino's yeah. not a massive goal scorer; he doesn't score all sorts of goals. But you need to realise what he brings to the side, what he brings to the, the team and the people around about him. So for me, when when he was in form. And it was, as far as I'm concerned, sometimes it was unplayable, absolutely unplayable. But it was bringing so much to the team. So working tirelessly, chasing chasing lost causes, dropping deep, linking play up, making runs and making space for others to run into. So at that point, it was it was the player that we all wanted him to be. And nobody at that point was going, I oh, doesn't score enough goals, he doesn't score enough goals. Because he's fell out of form. And he's not doing the stuff that he's good at, i.e. dropping deep and linking play and stuff like that, he's, uh, or terrorising terrorizing centre-halves, that we now fixate on the fact that he's not scoring any goals. So for me, what he was bringing to the side was 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 a lot more uh, potent than than just him putting the ball in the back of the net. So, as I said, everybody ran a bit more scoring goals at the time. You're, you had... You had um, even Kent was scoring goals... You, you had all sorts. I mean, look at the amount of goals that uh, Tav was scoring. That's not a coincidence. So he came from being that good and and that big a part of our team that see when we see when it was like that and he was informed. See when he came out of the side, we struggled for goals. And anybody that was watching watching it, where where can I? No, just having the blue tinted glasses on can see that how 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 much he meant to the to the squad. So. As I said, we forget that because he's off form and his attitude stinks. And do you know what I mean? So, but for me, I think he's going to go in the summer. I think unless he changes his attitude, he's going to end up at a mid-table team that he's going to fade into obscurity. Whereas, if he'd have kept going in the t- trajectory that he was going in, then by all means you could see him in the uh, see him in the prem. You could see him terrorising um, Premiership defences as well. But for me. I don't know. I don't know whether it's an attitude change or whether it just didn't get on with Gio or 
it's an injury that he's never really recovered from. But as I said, he's not the player that he once was, and that for me is a bit of a shame. But I think he'll go in the summer, and I think that will be the last year of him. To be fair. Yep. Um, RFC Kids 6 brought this up a, a number of times that he's on 33k a week and he's only scored 13 SPO goals and he's only scored two goals against us. I get it. I do get it. And is he worth 33k a week overall? Probably not. Probably not worth that much with, with what Rangers pays. Probably our highest paid player. Um, in terms of, of what he's given Rangers an output alone, though, you know, nearly 150 goals, over 50 assists. I, I don't think just arguing on, on goals here and there is, you know, yeah, okay, he's only scored two against Celtic, but he scored numerous important goals in Europe. You know, he was pretty much the reason we beat Porto. Um, I think there's good and bad from, from Alfredo Morelos. Is he worth 33k a week? He's probably not worth 33k a week. Um, but I don't think it's as simple as saying he's just only scored 13 SBL goals this season. Um, goals season, sorry. So it's, I think it's a balancing act in terms of the way you look at it. You you can't just look at one side and go, well, he's where he earns this much because there's plenty of players around the world that earn a lot more and do a lot less. Um, in, in terms of Morelos's future care, does that depend really on the form of Antonio Cholak? Do I think so? It depends on Alfredo Morelos. You can't, you can't depend on Alipos. It doesn't matter if they play well or not. It depends on his attitude, his performance, and if the manager wants him. So all it comes down to him, Kolak uh, hopefully continues to score goals and if he does that, we'll all be happy with that. But even if he does, Alfie can go on a sulk. He has to prove to us. If he doesn't prove to us, he has to prove to people it's looking to maybe bring him in in the summer, like Mark says. So if they think he's went in a clean puff because somebody else is going to game or he's at a just thing, he might put off potential buyers. So he has to prove for himself because there's people always watching you in case he maybe want to buy you at some point, because his name was out there for a while and we did not back money for him. We probably regret not back the money we did, but <clears throat> these things happen. So it's up to Alfie. It's not to Colac, it's not to anybody else. It's up to Alfie. And what he's getting paid a week... <clears throat> and, <clears throat> sorry, I never did any things about players getting paid a week, because end of the day, that's what a club agrees to pay them through their agents. That's something you get into my work and saying, I want 100k a year, and they'll say, they're getting the and they'll say to me, you're not getting it. End of story. He's the same. He'll go and ask for that range agreed. I mean, I mean, what were they giving up? And they can, we can go through a list of Rangers players who are getting paid far too much money over time at Ibox and never really played football for us. So, and if he gets to 50 grand a week or 10 grand a week, will it make him score more or less goals? Probably not. It's all about the guy himself on the park. And Alfie has to come back with an attitude to say he wants to play for us. If he does not then, like I said earlier, he's better been away, which I think he will be. I think he will go. And that 30 grand, 33 grand a week will be able to save on maybe giving it to somebody else or splitting it between two players. Yep, yeah, uh, absolutely. Welcome Ian to the show. Darlington can go top of the league tonight. Look at that. The Quakers moving back up the league. Say that would be good to see. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if, if Morelos doesn't get any offers, like, like, I mean, you, you could be bang on there. It, he's not going to get the club he thinks. I'll be, I, to be honest, I'll be, I'll be surprised if over the next few months he even gets a pre-contract offer. I, I don't think clubs will be. I think, I think he will. Stuart, it might not get someday. I think he will, yeah, because players are managers are always willing to take a chance in players who've performed in the past. Martin, you've done it quite a lot when he was a manager. Brendan Rodgers yeah, has done it quite a lot. It's free. If you're free, I mean, even uh, Klopp's done it with a couple of players he's brought in. If you're free and you're maybe not playing well with the club you're at, somebody will say, right, there's still a player there. 
if I bring a man in a free, it's not costing me much. Wages wise, if he goes to somebody, you'll probably pay him what you're paying him. Maybe a bit more. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. This is this you might get a on fee, but yeah, manager will say, right, I'm going to make you into a player to show people how good you really are. And it's that's a slap in the face to maybe people don't rate me anymore. But I think there will always be clubs want to take chances in process because of past reputation. I, I can see. I, yeah, I could see if a player leaves on a free, I could see that that sort of uh, thinking. But I, I mean, in terms of, you know, if Morelos is 30 plus K a week, I don't think a Prem team is realistically going to come in for him. So it's whether, you know, a, a mid-table Spanish side are going to be willing to pay him his wages he wants. That's why I think when when you're on a free transfer, you'll you'd probably have more clubs sniffing around that think they can get a deal on him. Um, so in terms of whether he's going to get the right deal then, shall we say, maybe not he's going to get offered, but if in terms of he gets the right deal, Mark, um, do, do you think that that could have a bearing on on whether he wants to sign a new contract as well? Or, you know, or should we not be going down that path of, you know, being the guy's second choice? A bit like what it felt like with Goldson. And we don't know the full story of Goldson. It might have just been that he wanted to wait. But it did feel like he waited and waited and waited. And then at the end, he said, well, actually, no, I will sign a new deal. And we don't want that to be the precedent. Yeah, so I think with Goldson, it was a bit of a who blinks first. I really do. I think that... Um... Let's face it, I don't think they had people falling over themselves to, to... I mean, there was a couple of rumours, but there was no real concrete... No, nothing nothing in the papers or nothing come out about any sort of a proper concrete offers for Goldson. But with Morelos, it's... I don't know whether Morelos believes his own hype. I think that he's a young boy from, from poverty and he's, he's came from a relatively small club to Rangers, big, massive club. Maybe he believes his own press. Maybe he thinks that he's better than he is. Um, I don't think if if we leave it till the end of the season and see what he gets offered, you I mean that's that's a a chance you take. But unless he's performing, he's not going to get a decent offer. And if he's not performing for Rangers, we're not going to give him an offer either. So as it's like um, like Scotty said, there it's in his own hands. It really is in his own hands. I don't know if he's got a mentality to get your socks up and, and get battered and get fit and and proper put something a like proper be in his bonnet and say, I'll show you, I'll show you how good I am. I don't think he's got that anymore. I think that probably he's he's had good money, probably great money at Rangers. He's been loved and adored, and all of a sudden he's no remain man. And and for me at some points this season it looked as if he's took a wee bit of huff because Cholak's come in and properly showed him up, absolutely showed him up, like like um, model professional. Fitness is impeccable. Gets on with everybody, and do you know what? He gets one chance, boom, it's in the back of the net. All right, he might not be the same type of player for hold-up and stuff like that, but Cholak showed him what a proper centre-forward uh, centre should be like. So, for me, it's I, I love him. I've always loved him. I love that. That kind of all action, rough and tumble that he brings to the, to the team, but sometimes it's just sometimes players need to refresh and get something new, and I think that's pretty much the case with Morelos. I think that um, you're, not going able, you're not going to you're not going to be able to pull it back. I think Kent, yes, Kent could definitely um, definitely redeem himself. I think because he's been he's not been poor. But he's not been great as well. So, as I said, I think that's a different kettle of fish with Kent. But um, I don't know. I just can't see, can't see Morelos. 
don't think he. I don't think he's got it in him to to pull this back and get a new contract and all of a sudden become the main man again. I just don't. Yeah, um, I think while well, I cares uh, just disappears for a second, I think Jimmy Duff's brought up a, a really good point and and it's addressed to you, Mark. So it's perfect. Um, if he does sign a pre-contract with someone, do we take what we can get and let him go? Um, you know, I know some people have a, a problem with players that already committed their future somewhere else, playing on. You know, I feel as long as they're contracted, they should be given their all. But I mean, with his wages, even if we could take half a million from him, it'd probably be the right choice, wouldn't it? I think so. For me, if, if a player's in our squad that's signed a pre-contract with somebody else, it's clear he doesn't want to be here. So for me, I would if we can get some money for him in January. I would, I would, I would punt him. I'd let him go. Simple as that. Um, for me, as I said earlier, it's it's not that big a deal for me because Morelos never really cost us that much money. So that for me is not a big massive deal. The big thing for me is Kent because we've spent m- massive for us massive amounts of money on him that we're not going to recoup any of that at all. So that for me is a bigger issue than than the Morelos one. Yeah, and really good point from Tron Scotsman, paraphrasing George Graham. Player can't do it for himself, he can't do it for the club of fans. The only thing I'm thinking with Morelos as well, Mark, is in terms of actually moving them on in, in January and, and clubs that might be interested in him. And I, I don't know if his, I'm not saying he has an ego, but whether his ego would allow this. Um, I actually think he would suit the English Championship. Um, in, in terms of his style of play. I think he reminds me of a bit of a, you know, I, I can't say he's anywhere in the, in the same sort of level as uh, Mitrovic, but he reminds me a lot of Mitrovic. Um, like big burly striker, but, you know, he, he'd always want that shot at goal. And I think you saw him, I mean, Mitrovic scored about 50 goals last season in the championship. I think having that sort of physical league, but still the technical as well. It's I, I think he would suit that. And, and Championship do play over the odds for players, so it might just be an option that, that we could sort of punt him down there if, if someone would take the chance, just the wages, I guess. Um, yeah. Care, yeah. Oh, sorry, Mark. Sorry, for me, the, the Championships, I think that the way he's playing at the moment, or right, somebody maybe take a punt on him, but I think it's your, your, your bottom half of the Championship that would take a punt on him, free. I really do. I don't think any of the... The kind of bigger clubs in a championship that have that have got um, ambitions to go up, I don't think any of them would get anywhere near them because the amount of the amount of money that it would that it would ask them for, as well as I just don't I just they don't need that headache with his attitude and stuff like that because that's what he's seen as he's seen as a problem child, didn't South, absolutely seen as a problem child or somebody would have been in from now if if that was not the case. Yeah. Um... Just a bit off topic really quickly. I'd sign Kevin Nisbet for Hibs. What do you think, Freeman? I mean, he's just coming back from a really uh, horrific injury. So I don't think I'd be willing to pay three million just yet on him. <laughs> Maybe see how he gets on. Um, Kerr, on, on Kent then, just so that we sort of wrap up this short show quick. Um, you know, I, I think Bill, I think on the training ground, he, he's going to want, he's not going to be anyone's mate. I think he's going to want players to have fun. But I think he's, maybe for the first season, I think he's probably going to, rule a bit tougher than, than Gerard did because I think he's going to want to prove that he's not Gerard. He's, he's his own man. It's his, like, it's his second manager's job, but his first sort of full big-time manager's job. Um, so I think he's going to expect a lot of standards of these players. And, and I think he won't be afraid to drop Kent if Kent's out of form. Um, and that can only really be a good thing for him, I think. I think Kent is someone that, that will stand up for the fight. I think players do like challenges and I think players do like 
to bond their toes with the fact that even if they play poor, they're going to be dropped. And the problem is with some of our players, they were playing poor and they didn't get dropped because there was no other options or the manager had their favourites and stuck by them, if they were good or bad. So that's, always, that's good for every player. Uh, but nobody know we just talked about the contracts and stuff. In the day, the players have got power. See if you don't want to go in January and they want to sit until the end of the season and see it out and then leave for free, that's up to them. We can't force them to leave. So even if we do get offers for both, we can't force them to go unless they basically want to go because they've seen a contract and they can sit there until it's finished. So I just hopefully Michael Beale comes in. He does make a change. He makes a difference. Like I said on the chat earlier, I think next season's when we judge him when he's got his own your own team in place and everything else. I think this season's just basically making the best out of what's happened so far uh, and seeing where we go between now and the end of the season. Hopefully we can get a couple or two, but uh, I think Michael come in. He will do it his own way. Personally, I think the next two weeks is about fitness because the players lack extreme fitness and I think we need to get back up to scratch. We've seen it in some games. They were blowing at our backsides after about 30 minutes <laughs> before even 60 minutes. Some of the players look shattered. So I think for the next couple of weeks, before the Leverkusen game, that will come up, it will be just, I'll be like a mini pre-season for some of them, because they have been maybe unfit, obviously been injured as well, a lot of them, so it's exciting, do you know that way, to see, but also, no, I'm not saying worrying, but you're kind of cautious as well, just in case it doesn't work out for us, because Michael Beale's the type of guy, he comes across really well, and for some reason, he just wants to work for him. I don't know about you too, but you just want it to work for him. Mm. He's getting so much. I don't know if you've seen, obviously, down down south, he's getting so much abuse. I read a piece mm. this morning with a journalist, I'm not going to mention him, but how he kind of disgraced himself at QPR and stuff like that. And I thought, that's harsh, man. He's what he said, he said at the time, and he knocked back. We always forget that. They stay there, but when Rangers came in, that was different. If it, see, if it was an Rangers that came in, it was somebody else, he'd still be at QPR. I'll guarantee you would have yeah. been, but because we've come in, it's like, right, it's different. And the journalist said, well, he's still got his house up there, he likes a, pu- a pint in a Glaswegian pub. That's nonsense. You can't compare QPR with Rangers, I'm sorry. Apart from we both get Rangers in their name, that's the only similarity. There's nothing else you can compare. And they don't understand that down there. And it's it's strange how they don't, but they, they just don't understand the club the size of Glasgow Rangers. Yeah, I think, I think Kerry, just taking up what you said there, I think that in England, they see, they see Rangers and Celtic as very big clubs but mm. in, a, in a small pond, which is probably right, but how many players have come up and just been blown away by the size of this club? I mean, it's it's been said over and over and over and over again, and they don't like the fact that somebody's chose Rangers over that the English Premiership or an English Championship side, which is perceived to be a lot better, a lot better league than than our league, which it probably is to be fair. But um, the pool of the club it gives you so much. It's such a big, big club. It's got it's got you're fighting for trophies every every single year. You've got European football. the The fan base is is second to none. You're not. You'll never find better fans in the world than Rangers fans, especially if I'm on Yeah, yeah. Well, for more than hundred percent. Yeah, one minute we love you, the next minute we hate you. So, but, but my my point is that they don't really know that. They see us as just just another club, like they see just other clubs down south. 
but it's not that. It's something completely different. And once you've been in about that and lived in that atmosphere and lived in that bubble, then it's something special. And and Mike Beale gets it. Mike Beale gets the the fact that Rangers maybe never ever come back in for Mike Beale. So he, he's sat down and went like to himself, do you know what? This is a massive, massive job for me. All right, I'm 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 in the championship and I'm I'm with QPR, but that's huge. You you cannot and he said it himself, nobody turns down Rangers, which he knows because he's been there, and that's the reason. See if Mike Bale had never ever been to Rangers, he might have stayed at QPR. He might have said, Oh, do you know what? It's maybe not the right time. It's a bit of a risk. But that's not the case. He's been here, he knows what it's all about, he knows his traditions, he knows the club, and a massive Factor for me as well is that he knows a lot of the players and he knows what they're capable of. He's seen it firsthand. So for me, it was a no-brainer. I know that he's getting a lot of stick down south, but do you know what? They don't know. They don't know. So that's that's something that unless you're going to come up here and I've brought I've brought um, English mates up to to watch Rangers and I've, I've took one in an old firm game and they've just been blown away. They just mm. cannot believe. The, the, not only the noise, but it, it's just the size of the club and everything surrounding it is just um, they've been blown away with it. So this, for me, cannot be uh, underplayed. The fact that Rangers have come in from and he's new, he's new the club, and he's 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 said, you know what, that's for me. So uh, fair play to him. Yeah, absolutely, good good point to end. I mean, I think with McBeal as well, it's he said himself. It's not a football club, it's an institution. And, and I think, you know, you've seen plenty of people say that in the past about Rangers. I love it down here, honestly, because people down here just, they can't wrap their heads around it. And I, it brings me so much joy to, to see someone that has turned down their, their amazing English tourist Premier League and, and decided as soon as we've come calling, they've, they've turned their back and gone straight up. Um, Gazza raised a good point. He, he said that as well. His family was so happy up here. They, they love Glasgow. So... Um, you know, so it's another big reason for his move. There was one I just saw coming up. There was a gone. Uh, so Sean, who suggested Kevin Nisbet, is also suggesting Cristiano Ronaldo. So confirmed that we're going to have Ronaldo and Nisbet up front next season. Um, although is, I, I off, is he going off a contract of like twenty six pound a month? Yeah, it's something like three million pound a week or something in, yeah. in one of the uh, Arab leagues. Um, Stu, you should <laughs> the bloody. That's it. That is it, eh? That's bang on. Um, so we'll leave it there. So please, obviously, let us know. Run slightly. Yeah, we wanted to keep it in half an hour, but let us know if this is something you want to see more of. We'll um, we can drop a few more of these sort of little half hour episodes discussing sort of one or two points. I know people wanted to talk about Tillman and Matondo and Lawrence, and we can go through all of them if if we do a few more. So, um, let us know if you if you did like this and you want to see more of it. Um. But please like and subscribe if you haven't already. You might, if you're on uh, mobile, you might just need to click the little X on the chat just to hit like, and then you can go straight back into it. Um, but I believe, well, I don't even know if we're back tonight. Are we back tonight? Is Martin got anything arranged for tonight? I've got no idea. Um, we've, we've had a sort of relaxing week because of the World Cup, so we'll have to check in with Martin and, and see what the plan is. But I'm sure we've got at least a Sunday show coming up um, very soon. But yeah, let us know if you like this, and, and we'll definitely get some more out. Um, but until then, thanks to Mark. Thanks to care, and we will see you all very soon. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.